here we are. This is a very special episode. It is. This is the first time we've ever watched a movie together and not separately in preparation. Right. And, uh, and it's only cause the only copy we could find, uh, is a VHS that Dave bought off the internet. Is yes. that correct? Is that where yeah. you got it? Yeah. I got it used on Amazon. Uh, so this movie, even reading, even in my like Nicholas cage book, the, I couldn't really find much about this movie. It's it's Italian. Did he try to bury it or like, is he embarrassed by it for some reason? I, or do you think he just didn't like, it just never got popular. I have no idea. I, I don't, cause this is a mystery to me. And it's weird to consider a rare Nicholas cage movie, <laughs> right? Because, cause he's like a superstar, right? But I suppose, like, I had no idea this existed until a couple of weeks ago when I was, like, scrolling forward to see what the next couple movies were. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I didn't even know that this was, a, like, that this existed. Right. So we're, we're go, both going in blind. Uh, here's what the VHS box tells us. Which is not in Italian. No. For some reason, I expected it to be. <laughs> um it's called time to kill. I thought it was called a time to kill, but no, it's just like, like a play on words, like time to kill or right. like it's time to kill. Oh, 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 um, I, see. I don't know. I don't know which because he kills or people both. In it? Um, I guess that's not a question you can answer yet. Huh? Based on the novel, the shortcut by Ennio Flynio. <laughs> Man, that is an Italian name. <laughs> Uh, here's what the back says. Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage stars in uh, this drama based upon the novel The Shortcut by Ennio Flanio. Cage is an Italian army officer stationed in Ethiopia during the 1930s. The nation is conquered, but the countryside is still a perilous place. After developing a toothache, Cage must travel alone through the countryside. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to start that sentence How over. is that a plot Hold point on, on the... <laughs> After developing a toothache, toothache, Cage must travel alone through the countryside to find a dentist. <laughs> Along the way... Hold he... on, are you making this up? <laughs> I don't believe this. It's real. <laughs> I don't believe this. <laughs> Along the way, he hears of a shortcut that will help him get to the camp with the dentist more quickly. Is, is that even grammatically correct? Get him a camp... Uh, shortcut that will help him get to a camp with the dentist more quickly. No, I, I mean, if it is, it sounds stilted, which is, which made me think that it was not written by someone who is like a native English. Speaker. Wait, it gets better. Taking said shortcut. He quickly becomes lost at an oasis. He encounters an enticing native girl bathing alone. Rape follows, but pangs of conscience compel him to stay with her. No. Rape follows? These like, oh. <laughs> Come on. Um, wh- while shooting at an animal in the dark. He- Is that a metaphor? <laughs> no, it's literal. While shooting at an animal in the dark, he accidentally wounds the girl. Knowing that she will most likely die. He- <laughs> it's just giving the whole thing away. He kills her and buries her corpse. Not long after, he finds that he may have contracted leprosy from the girl, and he must get back to Italy before being quarantined. A moving drama about love, forgiveness, and conscience. And rape, apparently, and leprosy. (laughs) Rated R due to violence in adult situations. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's not at all. I'm really glad I did zero research on this movie beforehand. Yeah, I, we are clearly in for a treat. I mean, how much do you want to just like? How great would it be if that none of that was what happened in the movie? <laughs> if they were like, no one's going to see this unless we make it like something that like, you know. Um, okay. So knowing what we know, um, what do you A, expect from this movie and B, want from this movie? I feel like all the stuff that he mentions is just like ancillary. Like he makes it like the, whoever wrote this makes it sound like these are major plot points, but I feel like this is just something that like this movie is, I feel like just going to be Nick cage, like, like on his own, like making a trek to this camp. Freaking and out then, like, Yeah. And then like all this other weird shit happens to him. Yeah. But is you this know? the whole plot? Do you think? No, or, no, 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 no. But, but again, like what is it? Well, at first I thought it was some kind of war movie. Possibly. Right. Yeah. For, Cause for some reason, is it the title or maybe, because it looks like he's wearing a uniform, although not on this box. There was a picture I saw on the internet the, where, where he looked like he was wearing like a military uniform. The or only pictures on the box are of his face um, with an, another guy's face like imposed smaller on it. And then two pictures of just like Ethiopian landscapes. With like a canoe and a river? Yeah, it's, so it's really impossible to tell what kind of tone we're in for here. I have no idea what this means. Um, it's interesting thinking about this coming after, uh, never on Tuesday, which we skipped, uh, we didn't watch, but we, we watched the clip from, um, which was the student film that, uh, Nick Cage played a a bit part in for, he's in like 30 seconds of the film as a weirdo in a convertible. Uh, Just picture Nicolas Cage in a red convertible with the largest prosthetic nose possible, like it's, it looks like a beak. It's yeah, so it's, big. It's, it's enormous. Yeah. Um, but I'm so, surprised they even had the budget for the nose, let alone <laughs> Nicholas cage. If this was a student, it's film. a student film. I don't, I, I feel like the, um, Emilio Estevez and some other people were in it too. I don't know. Um, anyway, we, maybe it's a mistake not watching it, but, um, for the purposes of this podcast, I think we milked it for what, <laughs> what we wanted. Um, Okay, let's just I I'm I'm afraid this movie will be boring. Um I'm I'm imagining lots of like like dusty shots on like poor film stock of like Nick Cage's hair flying around as he runs Stumbling around the through desert. the Italian desert. Yeah. Yeah. I also there's like a weird small part of me that hopes that there's like a Morricone like rip-off soundtrack, but I don't think I feel like it'll be much worse than that. <laughs> Just cuz it takes place outside and it's Italian. <laughs> I guess or like maybe because I imagine Cage to be in like some like some sort of weird almost wild west type maverick. Yeah. Judging from the description so maybe I also superimpose some of my own assumptions about uh, rugged men in the Italian desert have to always be accompanied by like a Morricone soundtrack <laughs> or something. All right, well, let's find out. All right, let's do it.
Yo, what did we just watch? <laughs> when is it going to be time to kill? He doesn't know because it's why because he broke his watch. His watch it doesn't work. Oh yeah. So the whole movie, it's time to kill and he doesn't even know. Well, we don't know. No like, one knows. That's the thing is no one actually knows. So, um on a scale from 1 to 10, how fucked up was that VHS tape? The quality of that literal tape in that i mean it it actually was probably that was one of the worst movie watching experiences of my life (laughs) i think just in terms of like not having any idea there was this insane flutter that was running through the uh, like uh, that was running through the entire movie and the dialogue was mixed in such a like there's no wonky way (laughs) that it was just almost impossible to understand anything that anyone was saying and 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 even the music itself came, which 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 Morricone, I called it. I was I, I honestly didn't even think that it was going to be no. him. I thought that they would have just gotten someone to do a really like mediocre impression of him. But it the was actually one him. Italian composer that everybody knows. For movie composer is he just on every single like Italian movie ever? I'm sure he was just working nonstop. You know, he, he, it's not. He, you can't just sit back and, uh, you know, wait for another classic movie to come through. Someone brings you a time to kill. Like <laughs> it's an opportunity that you I, have to really just take, but like it, this movie made so little use of that or anything artful. It was so, 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 so boring. I mean, I it, like, I couldn't understand probably 70% of what was said, but I don't feel like I missed anything. Well, and also it just moves so slowly that I feel even if you, the the dialogue was almost secondary. There were those passages where uh, Nick Cage was reciting when he was talking to the doctor, right? You know, and and they would and then they'd show the flashback with his like narration over it, and he was almost giving he was almost reciting the narration in like as if it was beat poetry, right? Um, so uh, wait, okay, but first. Can let's let's try and describe what happens. Like, can what is the plot of this movie? So it's sort of similar to what the back of the box said, but right. again, as I predicted, it was more of a thing where these were just random plot elements, right. and that he the meets, film he meets the girl, or he he he, he needs he has a toothache. Yes, <laughs> to go to the so, dentist. So the movie starts out; he has a toothache, right, and he gets in a. Tr- he has to go truck. to the dentist, so he gets at a truck that then flips into a ditch. Right. And then, and then... Oh, and remember... And then this is when the flashback starts. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, I, or that was the flashback. I don't know. There's some sort of time jumping that's happening that was But it's extremely vague, and I don't... I didn't really understand. Like, did you notice when they're in the truck... Um, driving to get his tooth fixed, he has like a photo of his wife, and he presses the photo of and his he's wife rubbing against it on his, his tooth. cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird because there was also no mention of his wife prior to that. Yeah, it was just so weird. There was such a disconnect between between him having a wife and ever talking about her. Did, that rape scene was so uncomfortable. That was the most art housey 
rape scene ever. It, they shot it like it was like in the realm of the senses. Like they're like, oh, he's like holding his like finger up to her lips. Like, shh, no, no, no. And like, and was there music? I feel like there was no music or if there was, it didn't leave enough of an impression. Like it, it was, it was almost uncomfortably dry. But then she falls in love with him or something. And, um, or something. I'm not, that was a, that was unclear to me. And, and, but, uh, she is a leper. She's wearing a white turban, which is how you can tell that people are lepers. Cause there's a part later where Nick Cage <laughs> is talking to a little boy and he's like, why does she have that white turban? And, uh, is she sick? So, and she is, yeah, so she's he, a leper. He figures it out. Um, but so she gives him leprosy, but he doesn't know. And, um, they're hanging out in a cave for a long time. Yeah. A cave that looks like a Disney set. Yeah. It was the only non-realistic, I presumably the only thing they didn't shoot on location in the entire movie. All the rocks in the cave were, looked like pancakes and they were like leaning against the wall. Like it was just a bunch of wide, flat rocks leaning against the wall. Um, anyway, a hyena shows up and he tries to sh- shoot it, but the bullet ricochets and kills the girl. And that's wh- where I get. I think a that's where lost. he gets. I think that's where he contracts the leprosy because he tries to dress her wound, her bullet wound. Oh, and then that's how he gets the leprosy. Oh. But she didn't show any. I mean, they they had full body nude shots of her, and she oh, showed no signs of having any sort of leprosy during those scenes. There's so much so, bush in this movie, like really gratuitously as well. Like every every shot of her, um, she was like full frontal nudity. Um, so even her death scene. I mean, not that not. Oh yeah, because they, he because he rips her clothes off no. and then he. And like yeah. fiddles around in the bullet hole. Oh, I mean, that was really hard to watch. Yeah, th- I'm surprised how graphic they got with the actual bullet hole. I mean, it was hard to tell because the tape was so washed so shitty, out. But yeah, but it looked to me like it was pretty detailed. It, I don't know. I feel like the production value went down after that because it's that, almost as if they saved all their money for that scene that really like it, i feel like for the it got set of the cave less and, and then less the bullet convincing. wound and then that was their whole budget that was right it. and they, the hyena, the hyena rental <laughs> man it's expensive as hell to rent a hyena in italy oh remember too when they were having sex and then um it cut away to a goat watching them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there it was, was like a, a reaction it shot. A, it was a split second shot of a goat reaction. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, okay, so, that was, oh, okay, what the fuck with the chameleon smoking the oh, cigarette? That that was worth watching the whole movie. He's, he's walking through the woods and he picks up a chameleon and stuffs a lit cigarette in its mouth. And then puts it down on the rock. And it just walks around smoking the cigarette. <laughs> it's so incongruous with any with the rest of the film or anything that happened before or after. That's one of those well, things that I think you said while yeah. we were watching it. You were like, that was probably Nicolas Cage's idea. Yeah, it can't because it can't have been in the script. He makes us a chameleon smoke a cigarette. Like, I don't know. It's just like it sounds like one of his little suggestions. I'm pretty sure that was not how uh, Ennio Flanio wrote it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But you, while we were watching, you okay. Googled. I Googled him and they 
they grossly misspell his name on the VHS box. <laughs> Which is great that they're using it as a selling point, but they don't even know who he is. <laughs> Enough to even spell his name correctly. So Ennio Flanio, what is it really? I think it's just Flano with two N's and no I before the last O. And, from what I remember. And Wikipedia says he's a humorist, but this is not a humorous movie. <laughs> well, I wonder if he wrote the screenplay because he did write, he, he co-wrote a bunch of films with Fellini. Right. Well, this and, was very Fellini-esque. And this Fellini-esque. box only says based on the novel by him, but, but it doesn't give the actual screenplay writer anywhere on the box. So they, they don't explicitly say it, that the screenplay isn't by wasn't him. wasn't written by him. Um, well, but there's not, there's literally no information about this movie on the internet. This movie, it's it's really hard to figure anything out. Yes. Um, I didn't mean it when I said it was Fellini-esque though. It did seem like, uh, you said it's, it, it felt, it felt like a really low budget B movie that was trying to be Werner Herzog. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it's felt like to me. It's it's like yeah, it's, it's somebody who's never made a movie before, and they're like, and they saw um, like Fitzcarraldo or something. Yeah, or what? What's the other one where Aguirre. he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just in the way that there's always constant interaction and tension between the natives and like military men. Yeah, and that everything moves painfully slow, so slowly. But the all the camera shots are just like I don't know. It looks like a home movie. You know, nothing is framed in an interesting way. They're all shot from like the same height. Like somebody's just holding a camera up to their face. just like point it over here. This person talks and you point it over here. And there's a bunch of people in a room. So we pan really slow. <laughs> like there's just that, that was everything. There was no like and, and there were some like zooms for no reason. Yes, there were a lot of unnecessary like zooms close into someone's face yeah, for some reason but not not like exciting zooms like just, just really like, slow deliberate like zooms. somebody's yes sitting and uh, uh thinking and uh there'll be like a point second zoom in on their face point second <laughs> <laughs> one one point second point point one second point yeah i don't know I don't know how you measure the length of a zoom. He doesn't. Yeah. Oh, and then he gets, okay. I, I was going to try and follow up on the plot. Cause what happens? Cause there was like oh, a that's whole right. other, like two thirds of a movie. We never but. finished it. So, so he shoots at the hyena right. and then misses and it ricochets off one of the fake like right. pancake, pancake rocks. rocks. She dies. She he, dies. He gets leprosy from her bullet. Wound. But no, no, but you don't find out that he, you don't know he has leprosy. Right. Yet. That doesn't come until he gets back. He like walks back to camp. Right, right. Somehow gets finds his way back. And he's telling this guy with a mustache forever about th- that he just had a crazy time in the jungle. Um, and I guess his toothache is gone? They mention it, but it's not really made a, a point of yeah. so much ever again. Um, then what happens? That's where I lose it. Uh, there was a bald, a tall bald man who was... Maybe the girl's father, but I think I just made that up. Was he also wearing a white hat? Yeah, I think he was in charge of a leper colony. Anyway, Nick Cage ends up in a leper colony. There's a lot of him walking around pretending he's not a leper. Like he goes up to his friend and is like, hey, I'm writing a book about um, this guy who's a leper. 
and uh it's literally asking for a friend yeah he's yeah, like yeah it he's is like hey man so what would happen if someone what, what if, you if were someone a had leprosy and you were a soldier <laughs> and you know the and and maybe the the medical doctor had you know had to by law let someone know that you were a leper <laughs> then would they take you away where would yeah, they put you the like deal? say you were somebody who's just like me um but wasn't me so there's this novel i'm writing with this character <laughs> and he has leprosy and and that guy is that guy fucks him over. He's like, so he figures out that he's really asking yeah. about himself. And then Nick Cage and then tries Nick to Cage hop tries onto to, like a cruise ship, not a cruise ship. What, what a freighter, some, some sort of ship some goes sort of going ship. back to Italy. Right. And, uh, gets kicked off, gets kicked off and then just wanders around until he ends up in a leprechaun and his fucking, and a, an old man rubs some stuff on his hands for a long time. And then he's better. Is he better? I think so. I I, <laughs> I feel like that was left. Did he cure his leprosy? Vague. This is how how zoned out I was by the end. Did he die? No, because there's just the last scene where he's in anguish in the leper colony. But then, right. did he get healed? I think so. I thought that. Old, do you see when that old man rubbed a bunch of cream on it? Yeah, but I thought he was just trying to like, you know, um, he's like there, there. Yeah. Just soothing his wounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it was more of a wound soothing. Okay, than it is, was lep- a healing. is leprosy curable? Uh, no. Okay. I don't. Are there still leper colonies nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. What's what's this? Th- have, have we eradicated you, leprosy yet? If you get leprosy, where do you go? Okay, so I have this friend, right? And he has leprosy. Dave, I'm just wondering if my friend say right. that say that leprosy still existed and my right. friend got it. Does your uh, would would my friend be able to theoretically record a podcast with you without without giving without giving you leprosy? Um, yeah, let me let me look that up. I think this this was the first movie that we saw that he really sleepwalked through slept sleptwalked sleptwalked sleepwalked i believe he, he like he he did not look engaged which like again there was there was one and a half outbursts in yeah, this movie there, there and the rest of it nicolas cage was moving painfully slow yeah, just as slow as the camera <laughs> and he like it's funny because we know that from from doing research that he didn't like being in a boy in blue or the boy in blue, but he still gave a really fun performance. This one, we don't know anything about. And he clearly was like, if the boy in blue is him having a bad time, like this is like, he, he looks bored out of his mind. He, it looks like he agreed to like some Italian man, like approached him in a club or something and was like, Hey, you want to be in, in a movie yeah, like how, how a did movie he get by the most role? famous Italian humorist, um, and Nick Cage is like, sure, like can, can I give a lizard a cigarette? And have you seen my lizard with a top hat and cane tattoo? I'm, I just, I, I feel like I want to be a character that does that. And the guy's like, sure, come Whatever. over, to, come over to Italy. Yeah. And then, uh, like the next morning, fuck, he signed a contract. That's that's the story that I imagine IMDb would say if anybody knew. I like to also imagine that this is a really rare movie. I don't know how rare it actually is. So this movie is this movie is not referenced in any of those biographies that they, they reference it. They say he was in it, but there's just no details. I think but what I, this movie is so interesting to me. It's a rare Nicolas Cage film. Yeah, which seems like a contradiction. 
Right. But I there's I don't know. I mean, there's no info. I can't find are, any information are, about it. Are there any other like rare Nicolas Cage films? This might be the last time that we're able to watch a, a rare Cage film. I feel the, like from here on out, his movies are no longer unknown. Yeah. Or like flying under the radar. There's that. Well, there are a lot of like directed DVD shit, but. Yeah, but the, that's but that's once you get yeah. like into like the 21st century, which is, again, far past the tipping point of the family man. Right. And everyone's home movie has like a fucking IMDb these days. That's not true, but um, it just seemed like a good generalization. But it, no, but I'll, I'll believe it. <laughs> that cartoon of a Christmas Carol where Nick Cage plays Marley's ghost. That seems kind of rare. I see. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, uh, year 2000 has a gift for you. Oh no. (laughs) Wait, so he was in, in 2000, he was in the family man and an adaptation of the Christmas Carol. Yeah. Right around then. How many Christmas or holiday themed films can you think of off the top of your head that, that that cage has done a part of seems like that's it, right? There has to be at least one more though. Right. For the volume of films that he's done to right. only have three of them be holiday films. He's got a film for like just about every month of the year, every season of the year, every day of the year, every minute, every time to kill. Oh, uh, there's nothing else to say. I, I, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I feel like we've exhausted it and we've barely, can I just, can I just mention one thing yes specifically about the quality of this tape that we were watching mm-hmm. so remember at the end when it got super blown out and <laughs> and like the last scene where they're on the boat and they're leaving and it was just the background was just it was the tape was so blown out that it was just all white, white that it was just nick cage and this other officer and they were like standing. It was a me- it was a medium shot of the two of them, and just they were standing facing each other, talking. And void. behind them, it was just a white void. <laughs> and it was in that moment that I realized that watching this film in any other context besides one that makes it extremely hard to understand what's going on is the only way that it's acceptable yeah. because if everything was super crystal clear and I could make out everyone's facial features, it, it and, would have been way less and, rewarding. Right. And it wasn't just like blobs of color bleeding into each other with a constant like rumble happening, <laughs> like a, like a flutter happening underneath the entire audio soundtrack. I think that it would have been even less somehow I would have been able to glean less from it. Yeah. It, it's if, like, you know, it, it's like how watching Running with the Moon was almost like dispiriting because it was so bland. Like this movie w- is really, really bland, but we were like watching it through like some layer. Just, I felt like we were literally watching it through the years. Like I could feel all the years that this tape has existed on some weirdo's shelf before they sent it to me. And it crossed the ocean, and uh, did it come from Italy? <laughs> do, Maybe do, it didn't cross the ocean. I'm just. Do, do you remember where you ordered it from? <laughs> it, it just. It feels like it's been around. Um, I feel like somebody like wiped their ass with it and then <laughs> rewound it. <laughs> no, it was. It wasn't rewound when rewound. I put it in. Oh. It was. It was not rewound, and that's extremely rude. How unkind! I know it's very unkind. Um, well, next time we have, uh, so a movie that's an actual war movie and not a movie that 
Just look. Wait, like it's not wild at heart next. Uh, it's Firebirds next. Oh, I was totally ramping up for wild at heart. Yeah, no. This is gonna be a weird uh, stutter, but yeah. that's cool. I, I I don't know anything about. I Firebirds. don't know. I don't. I know. I think he flies planes, helicopters. Yeah, it looks like helicopters. So he so he's in another war movie. Um, it was originally titled Wings of the Apache. Um, so it's about the uh, Apache helicopter, I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, the, a bunch of fiery birds. <laughs> I'll see you then. Is that is that the Italian cover of actual poster? Oh wow, that's bold. Why would they make that the poster?